Hey, Hirschbachers, welcome back to another episode of Getting Schmidt Done. Happy to be joined for, uh, I guess it's not live. We couldn't we couldn't do live with with Cody on the, on the, no. on, on the mic here. <laughs> but happy to be joined by Cody and Clinton and Jason. We got a little bit of a different background. We're on site of Driver Advisory Board and Best of the Best. Um, welcome aboard, guys. Thanks for joining. Thank you. They're all very willing, willing to be here. Right, Cody? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so we have a couple drivers. Uh, I think it'd be really cool if you guys would deliver the safety message. Is there anything that you guys would like to like to say uh, from a safety perspective to the fleet? There's something on the line here. No. no? Cody, oh. you start us off. Uh, distracted driving. Um, it's a, it's a thing. Don't have your phone in your hand. Wear a headset. If you have your phone on a magnetic holder, so be it. You know, you see cars driving by. You don't want to be one of them. Even in our lanes. Yeah, I'm sure you see it a lot out there, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, not just phones. People putting on makeup. So yeah, eating. Eat. Well, got to eat. Yeah. Distracted driving is it's just such a it's such a dangerous thing. You know, I mean, it's it, you take your eyes off the road for just a, a second, and, uh, you know, the your or someone else's whole world can get turned upside down in a you know, blink of an eye. So you just got to stay focused and uh, make sure your head's in the game. Yeah, we've talked about this in the past, but it's it's not just everyone thinks cell phones right when they hear distracted driving, right? There's, I mean, I know it's you know eating, drinking, just even talking on a headset. Like there's, there are things that you know we need to try to be cognizant of what we're doing and making sure our number one focus is the road. Oh, right? sure. uh, getting in the zone. Like you may be so focused on being the safest driver you know nothing in your hand whatever both hands whatever but you'll get into that zone and just mm -hmm. focus out that is also being very distracting for sure you're sure right keep your head 100%. on a swivel so you don't just for sure yeah. moving. and then you're like how did i get here yep yeah alive yeah. next time yeah next thing you, know, you drive for a few minutes you're like what you know where, where was i just at? Yeah, yeah for sure yeah. and you guys are out there on the road for so long i mean that just you have to be very 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 you you guys have one of the tougher jobs out there. I mean, you have to be on top of your game 24, you know, 24 seven. It's, yeah, it's tough. Sure. Okay. Thank you. That's a good one. Anything you want to add Clinton? Keep it at the speed limit. I know, uh, those of us like to, especially myself, um, go a little bit faster. think we're making up time and everything. Uh, it's just not worth it in the end. One second, uh, everything can go wrong and yeah. lose everything. It's just sure. not worth it. Sure. It usually does not gain you anything. That's nope. for sure. It usually costs you. Okay. Thank you. Um, so last week we had 24 preventable accidents uh, as a fleet, which is down from 32. So a little bit better than the week before. Um, it, so far this week we're at 13 and you know, it's a lot of, a lot of the stuff we've been talking about lately. I'm sure you guys have seen the the push. Jason and I were in a video. Uh, you know, we're, we're really focusing on the distracted driving. We're really focusing on the close quarters and we're really focusing on the speeding slash following distance, right? Those are kind of in the same bucket. And, you know, we, we are, we're doing okay safety wise, but that's not something you can be okay at, right? You got, we have to be great there. We have to be best in class. So that's, that's For our sure. huge focus there. Sure. Um, Next up, we will uh, just, I want to go through the, the anniversaries. So decent sized list this week. We've got celebrating one year. We've got Cheryl Holland, Clarissa Christensen, Darwin Strickland, Thomas Galley, Tracy Sweat, Ahmed Williams, Christopher Stedge, Julie Butler, Kenneth McDonald, Philip Thompson, Robert Cavolt, William Mackey, Bruce Donaldson, Christopher Matzak, Marco Roy, and Michael Johnson. Congratulations. Celebrating two years. 
David Brooks, Gary Richardson, Julius Bullock, Timothy Carpenter, Charles Wallace, and John Strubberg. Celebrating three, Brett Clancy. Celebrating four, Roger Wisnick, Rick Rosowski, and James Melsa. Celebrating five, Matthew Usher. Celebrating six, Willie Collins. Celebrating seven, Edward Beavers. And celebrating eight, Aaron Whipple. How long have you guys oh, been gosh. here? How long have you been here, Clinton? Uh, a little over eight years ago. I will say, you're a while. What about you, Cody? Uh, seven. Seven? You're a seven? I was thinking it was yeah. like five. No. Oh, and seven, yeah. I must have the first February. couple of years of you blocked out of yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I think it was February 16, I think it was. Yeah. <laughs> you know, great accomplishments to, to all of you and you, know, you two guys as well. You can't escape me. <laughs> yeah, congratulations. It's really cool. It, I mean, it's it's something that you have to, I mean, it's a big deal. I mean, in one year, six years, seven, whatever, it's a big deal. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a tough thing to do. You know, there's a lot of opportunities out there, and we're pre- we're very appreciative of you guys being here with us. We're appreciative of the, the you guys out there being with us, and uh, you know that's you know, us us working together is it's how we all get to where we want to be. And um, definitely appreciate your guys' time the last couple of days here on the Driver Advisory Board. Um, they gave Jason a run for his money up there. We were, they were grilling us pretty hard, weren't they, Jason? Yeah, they did. I, you know, I thought I had it. I thought I had it easy, but no, no. <laughs> I thought we were going to have an easy one this year. That never happens. <laughs> Seems like they save their tough questions for us. They take oh, yeah. it easy on everyone yeah. else. Hey, I that's think. hey, that's all right. It helps us. Uh, operations. <laughs> we'll, we'll take we we take the questions. We want the questions. Mm-hmm. We want the feedback. I mean, it's how we it's how we grow. So. Yeah. No matter how hard so, it is to so, hear. Yeah, we want yeah. we need to hear it for sure. And you're right. Operations is pretty much every, yeah, it's all encompassing. I have lots of notes. I'm going to type them out and send them to Jason so he can make them more presentable. (laughs) So let's talk about, let's talk about what we talked about, right? So let's just, there's some people that don't really know how the driver advisory board works, right? So um, these guys serve three-year, three-year terms. Mm -hmm. Um, They're kind of voted on by their peers. Uh, Is this your third year? And this is your first? Yep. So um, it's, so every year we do this, um, and uh, we are going to start meeting. We we usually meet two to three times a year. We're gonna we're gonna increase that to four. We're gonna meet every three months, uh, and we kind of get together. And the rough agenda that we do is you guys come prepared from you know your fellow drivers on topics that you guys want to cover. Uh, we have some of the executive team present, you know maybe what we talked about last time and some initiatives we've worked on, uh, and then maybe as well as what is some of the stuff we're working on in the future. That's kind of day one. So they hear from maintenance, they hear from safety, they hear from operations, they hear from customer service, they hear from, I'm sure I'm missing someone, right? But we just kind of go through that list. Um, and then the ne- on on the second day is kind of the day where the, you know, the meat and potatoes, that's, that's where the real stuff happens. And that's kind of where we have the feedback, get into a lot more discussion and back and forth. And uh, the two main focuses that we had today were on maintenance and on operations. That was kind of where we ended, right? Yep. Um, Cody, you want to start off talking a little about what we talked about for maintenance? Um, facilities coverage, shop and yard amenities. Um, uh, they recognize that coverage at these facilities is lacking, um, but they can't you can't make some make it twenty four seven overnight. You have to be able to have the, the people who are willing to work it and hire them. Um, they're looking at you know maybe tweaking the weekend hours, uh, opening a little bit you know, later in the morning to stay open later at night, especially on Sundays. Um, uh, what else we got in here? Um, yeah, I was, sorry, I just want to expand on that a little yeah. bit. You're going to get a little closer to the mic, Cody. Um, you know, we we would love for every shop to be staffed 24-7 with 10 extra techs that can, yeah. you know, can fix anything at any time, right? But 
So essentially, we just need to get a little smarter about when the staff is there, right? We, we don't we don't have the manpower to staff at 24-7, but just make this up, right? Maybe we need them there at, you know, at 11 p.m. a little bit more than we need them there at 6 a.m. or something like right. that, right? Yep. So we're going to kind of go through and look at when that demand is there uh, with some feedback from some drivers as well as when we see that when we're seeing the truck and trailers, uh, that equipment in our yards or in those shops. And Fred, the maintenance team, is working on uh, trying to maybe tweak those a little bit, right? Is that... That's yeah, okay. um, can we talk about the geofencing? The um, uh, Fred's working on it. Uh, we already have geofencing capability, but um, they're expanding on that with uh, maintenance for tractors and trailers where we can see where the pools are at. Um, if we've got five trailers sitting at this facility, we can send one person out to work on all five at the same time mm -hmm. instead of one trailer at a time when it's reported. Like, there's five here, go ahead and check all of them. Same thing with... Um, if they're one of our facilities, they can see as soon as that trailer drives onto one of our properties, the geotag will tag it and be like, hey, this is reported. It's red tagged in the system and it's going to be fixed. Yeah. Yeah. So you're jumping. So that's that's part of the operations thing, too. Right. We're, we, we had a lot. As I've told these guys, I think I've done seven driver advisory boards here, maybe eight. I think the trailer conditions and how to manage that and how to facilitate that and how to have that accountability has been probably the number one takeaway. And oh. Brad and I were just talking right before this, seven, eight years ago, even three or four years ago, I didn't really see a runway to be able to, I didn't see a solution, mm -hmm. right? I do genuinely think with some of the stuff that we're doing behind the scenes and some of the tech and some of the processes that we can build, I do see a potential, I, I do see the, the end the end game and goal there. Yeah. Right, but it's not gonna be an overnight thing. Like it, on the back end, they gotta get the software situated, the computer situated, the geofences set up and everything. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not gonna, gonna tomorrow. Yeah, so were you gonna say something, Jason? Yeah, no, I was just gonna say, I mean, it's it's all about, you know, what, what Cody's talking about here and is, is really just about just us doing things uh, you know, more intelligently, right? Is just thinking through a process and and putting the data out there where we can we can make informed decisions and and that are more efficient for the fleet. You know, and it, like like I said, sending sending out a a service truck to handle a, a, a group of truck or a group of trailers or a group of trucks in a location versus you know sending out four different service trucks to do the same thing you know it's it's we're gonna we're gonna solve problems faster and we're going to uh, and be more efficient in the in the process and then uh, yeah I'll, I'll echo what chris said too is you know i've sat through quite a few of these myself and 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 participated in many of them and uh um it, it's it's definitely feels good to be able to, to kind of see that path to be able to uh to really lay some groundwork and get to make some movement on this uh, on this trailer uh situation and i and i think we're gonna um we're, we're gonna get there we just uh we we've got the the pieces uh, moving into place for us to be able to do it and it's it's gonna be a it's gonna be a win for the whole organization yeah for sure and just just a quick recap of what those are i mean cody, cody talked about a little bit but we're, we're getting a new maintenance software and we have the geofences already built, but the maintenance software that we currently have doesn't do a good enough job um, kind of talking with it, I would say. Yeah. So uh, in, in congruence with that, the current maintenance ticketing system that you guys use, like when you when you want a service or there's a problem with your truck, you guys use the app, open it. That's a good that's a good system. But that system is only for trucks, it's not for trailers. So when we get this new maintenance software rollout, we're going to re revamp that the driver services ticketing is what was what it's called on your app, and that's going to be for trucks and for trailers. 
So then we're going to have way more data and way more. It's going to be way easier for you guys to report a trailer issue rather than, you know, sending it on the on the load of call or, you know, sending a message to your driver leader or taking a picture and posting it on Facebook. You know, instead of all these reporting, you know, issues going out in all these different forms, right, we can get it kind of get it in one place and drive, drive some change there. So that's a, that's kind of the maintenance software side of it. And then on the loaded call slash technology side, you know, we are we are starting to capture the, well, we are doing the bills, the picture of the bills at loaded call, right? We're gonna add some more to that. And then we're also gonna use some tech to, uh, for us to be able to know what exactly which trailer we have, what, what each truck, yeah. exactly know exactly which truck has which trailer, sorry for that. And that seems so simple. Jason, what's our percentage of loaded what's our percentage of accurate loaded calls in our system? It, it's not real high. It's not very good. <laughs> yeah, it's, and it's not. that is like that's the first domino that has to fall. We have to be hundred percent accurate with our with our system with our data in our system so that we can start to make make the change that we all want. So yeah, between all that stuff, I mean, yeah, it's not going to be overnight, uh, but we are down we are down the road. We have started the journey. We're you know we're well on our way. Uh, and you know, I, I see in 2024 us, us being, you know, pretty close to probably, you know, getting to that finish line. Yeah. We, so, I mean, we want to lay the, lay the foundation through, you know, through the rest of this year to really hit the ground running and, you know, in, in a lot of different areas. And this is definitely one of them in the new year. So for sure. And we got to do some stuff for the next, for the rest of the year to get, get laid out. Like you said. Right. So, okay. All right. What else? I think that pretty well covers the, the trailer discussion we had. Anything else to add Clinton? Um, DVIR process. Yeah. Um, cool. driver accountability, you know, it, it's on all of us to make sure we're inputting all this information correctly. Um, it's going to help the company out with these new measures that they're trying to move towards, um, get that data timely and accurately, you know, uh, along with that is, you know, getting our bills as soon as you're, you're empty, you know, get those bills, uh, scanned in, um, when you're doing your loaded call, make sure you're, you're scanning in your, your temperature, um, you know, accurately right at the start of the load. Um, that's just going to help everything smooth, uh, flow a whole lot smoother. Um, yeah, just it, it's going to quit creating all these kinks in the system that slows everything down. Yep. Um, going to be they're They're, they're going to start looking into, you know, the, the layover pays, uh, the breakdown pays, yeah. um, uh, the, pay, the the sliding pay scale they're, they're gonna see if they can tweak it a little bit that make it a little bit uh more beneficial for all the drivers um, more streamlined yeah a little bit more streamlined um you know start start uh when we talk about driver accountability and as far as uh you know layover and detention pay um make sure you soon as you are uh checking into these uh consignees and these shippers you know getting in and out times um, on your BOLs, you know, um, log everything that you do there. Um, all right, jumping back into this, you know, we taught, we were talking about trailers and the geofences and just kind of the, the, the path that we see forward for fixing some of these trailer issues is it's, it's like five things, right? And the, the one is getting the maintenance team onto a different software that allows them to be able to have better visibility of what's going on with the trailer. And the step before that is, you, you guys, the drivers, being able to get trailer issues reported, right? We all pick up a trailer that has something wrong with it, but maybe it's drivable, right? But next time it gets through a shop, they should fix it. Right now, there's not a good way, there's not a good mousetrap to catch that stuff. 
with the new um, maintenance system, as well as that we're going to revamp the driver services ticketing system. So right now you, you guys are all using the driver services ticketing system for trucks, mm-hmm. you know, to schedule <clears throat> PMs to get in a shop report an issue. Uh, that is not capable of adding trailers to that. We're going to redo it and add trailers to that. So the future that we see is, you know, Clinton, you pick up a trailer. It's got a scrape down the side. It's fine to roll, but you want to report it. Uh, it gets entered. It goes into that new software. A, a, a pending RO essentially is what it's called opens. The next time that that truck or that, I'm sorry, that trailer hits one of our geofences, a notification would go to um, the, the, the shop hey, you need to fix this. And what we want to do is also add that visibility to what you guys see on your app too, right? So right. maybe when you do it, you say, okay, I'm picking up this trailer. It's got a you know, pending RO for this or this. Maybe it's got a service that's due. And the goal is to get all that right in the app for you guys to see. So we're a little ways away from that, but that's that's the long-term plan. Something we're working towards. For sure. Right. And then as far as kind of the, you know, the, the other side, the operational aspect of that is, is the trailers is at the end of the day, the the number one most important thing we have got to get to is get our system accurate. So what we are, what loaded call, what trailer we have on loaded call, what trailer we're dropping, what trailer we're picking up. If we're bobtailing to go find something else, if we do something that maybe is easier, but we don't talk to we don't talk to our driver leader about it, whatever it is, we have got to get 100% accuracy in our system for our loaded calls. We're probably 60 to 70% accurate on our loaded calls right now, and that causes so many issues. How can the QA team track a trailer, track the temp on a load if the trailer is not loaded to the correct, you know, yeah. correct loading system? Like, so that's kind of the core thing. And, you know, how, how are we going to do that? We're going to use some technology. You know, we're taking pictures of the bills. We're going to add some pictures to that. And we want to start snagging a picture of the trailer and, and the, the reefer setting as well as some of the pictures of the outside of the trailer, then we can see what conditions a trailer was when it was loaded or when it was dropped. So uh, I think a really exciting thing that I'd be interested to see is how much tra- how much damage is actually done in yards by other carriers or by other spotters. And right now we can't prove that. We have zero, well, maybe not zero, we've got like a 5% shot of proving that, right? Yeah. But when the future, if, if you drop a trailer at Tar Heel or wherever it is, have pictures of the outside, Cody, you go get it three days later, and there's a big old hole in the side of the trailer. We're we're gonna get we're gonna get money for that, you mm-hmm. know, from that spotting company because it happened there. And right now, if that happened, we'd call Clinton. He'd be like, "No, that wasn't there," but we don't have proof of it. Right? You know what I mean? And right. you yeah. pick it up, yeah. and next thing we know, we've got a six thousand dollar bill for fixing something on a trailer. So we the the path forward for getting some of this trailer stuff fixed. We we I, I mean, it's it's we got a journey to go through. It's a bunch of things, but. We definitely see all the pl- the pieces need to be put in place to get to the solution for sure. Yeah, it's pretty cool to be able to see that path. Yeah. You know, it's a it's a path we've uh, we've tried to figure out for a long time, and uh, uh, you know, well, well, it may not seem like we've been making much progress on it. You know, we've we've been putting a lot of work into the background to be able to uh, um, to lay this foundation to be able to roll this this process out. And it's you know, like Chris said, it's we, we got some work to do. I mean, we're not gonna it's not gonna happen tomorrow, but uh, uh, things are moving in the right direction, and you can kind of see that light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, it's it's baby steps, right? I mean, I can tell you the pictures that you guys are taking on Lodacol are making a huge impact. We are catching For stuff sure. that we would not have caught, and it's driving some processes on our end. You know, we're essentially tracking those. We're we're looking at every picture you're sending us. We're looking at them, and then we are making sure that's updated in the system. And then we're comparing what's in the system, what's what with what's what what the trailer temp is returning to us at, or what it's set at. 
and we're catching and attacking those exceptions. You guys are going to, I'm sure you already are, but you're going to start getting a lot more phone calls, double checking and, and questioning stuff. And, you know, we're not trying to micromanage you. We're just trying to help catch exceptions and exceptions and uh, with cargo claims are so expensive. We've got to be all over them. I just sure. got a call a couple of days ago and they were doing some training and I had literally just shut my doors, got finished my loaded calls, scanned in everything and started moving. They called me and they're like, um, can you verify what your bills say the temp is? Cause we're seeing it pretty high. I'm like, bro, give it a, give it a couple of minutes, man. I just shut my doors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're like, Oh, no problem. We were doing training. I'm like, no, that's great. You're Perfect. doing training. You know, I'd way rather that yeah. happen than not. Oh, know, for not sure. Yeah. At all, right. For sure. Yeah. And then you think about it, I mean, you know, you get to, you guys get to the, the receiver there and you've got a wrong temperature on your trailer or something, you know, you're the one stuck dealing with that yep. problem. You right. You know, so, I mean, yeah, it's, it's our responsibility. We still need to stay, you know, we still need to at the loaded calls, you know, or when we're doing our loaded calls, when we're picking up our load and we're checking our bills, we, we need to be like really diligent on making sure we've got the right temps on there. But we also want to help make sure, you know, from, you know, from behind the scenes, we want to help make sure that you're set up for the, the highest level of success. And so, you know, it's, it's not a micromanagement thing at all. It's a, we want you to show up, get to the receiver, have that, have that trailer get unloaded without any problem and move right on to your next load or, you know, or, or, or home or wherever you're going from there. And, you show up with a wrong temperature on the trailer and your, your day or your night just, just got extended. Yep. And if the, if the receiver won't take that product, it's not money out of your pocket as the, the dry. I mean, it is in the long run, but it's hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars a year out of Hirschbox pocket, which could eventually be going into your pocket. Correct. So yeah, for yeah, sure. We, we, you, we, we reduce that bucket. That money is going to make it its way to you guys right. for sure. That's how we. That's how we get pay changes. That's how we get raises. That's how we do stuff like that. Yeah, is by fixing stuff like Better that. Facilities. All I'm that. sure. I'm sure you guys would rather have that in your the money in your pocket than paying it out to a, a, a shipper or a receiver that. Right. You know, yeah. is refusing the yeah. whatever. That, that attention to detail is just a, it adds up real fast. And guess what? It's just another set of eyes. Like everyone makes mistakes. You know, we're just trying to yeah. build the processes to help. Um, you know, it's all, kind of along those lines is the, you know, we, we, uh, the, the paperwork scanning, right. And why it's so important. You know, we, we have some drivers on the driver advisory board that have been trucking for a while. We've got some drive you, some of you guys out there that have been, not been maybe six months or so, right. Or, or even less on some of our students. And it's, you know, why is it everyone's like scan your paperwork and so you get paid, right. That's essentially the message that's probably been given to drivers for years. Right. But I can tell you this, we have customers that within 24 or 48 hours, if you don't have all your accessorials added to the load after empty call, so like a lumper or detention or anything like that, if it's not added within that time frame, we don't get it. So you could have the greatest lumper receipt in the, in the history of mankind for $400 because you were at whatever place in, in the yeah. East Coast. And if you don't scan your paperwork for three days, Hirschbach's not getting paid for that. We're not getting reimbursed yeah. that 400 bucks. That's where it is eating that cost. So it is super, super, super important to get your stuff done right at empty call. And that's, that's what the best in class carriers are doing. There are carriers that do that. We need to get there. Uh, I am, it's, I'm happy to say that we're, we have about 90% of our fleet uh, scanning in. 90% oh, of our bills are coming in through um, the Hirschbach app rather than, you know, uh, faxing in or whatever. Um, we want to get that to 100, uh, but 90 is a really good number. We need to, just need to keep pushing that up. And then 
that's step one. And then step two is getting them right away. Right? Yeah. Right the, the, the speed of that transaction, right? It, it just needs to be a part of our empty call process. You know, yep. you get your signed 100%. bills, you know, you get your signed bills, you, you confirm your trailer's empty, um, you, you know, or you drop your trailer, you hook to your next one, you know, before you, before you go anywhere, you know, before you leave, snap a picture of those, snap a picture of those bills, scan it in on the app. You know, we, we try to make it as convenient as possible. And I know we've got some more steps coming along the way to help you make it even more convenient um but we we just need to get them in right away um and uh mitigate those issues you know get the you know get get what's get what's yours and you know what's hirsch box and you know make sure we make sure we're uh um you know providing that that uh, quick turnaround for for you and the customers yeah and as you said i mean that's probably one of the number one paperwork be, not being scanned in on time is is one of the huge yeah issues that we are we, we deal with right from from a driver perspective as far as you know pay issues or pay concerns right so we, we should just eliminate that get them in right away that should not be something we even deal with just get them in right away we can build quicker we can build more accurate we can build more revenue you guys will have more pay as we and i can, think the new right? uh tuesday cutoff that you're testing is yeah. going to help a lot with that so yeah. you don't have drivers holding loads for two three four days for the for next sure. pay period for sure we have about 30 drivers <clears> testing that We'll get into a little bit more detail on that probably in the next uh, the next week or two on a podcast. Um, but I'm very, very excited for that yeah. one. I think it can make a huge impact for sure. Um, so we can't, we're jumping around a little bit. Um, Clint, any other operational, we, the pay, we, 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 we talked about pay a little bit, right? Yeah. So we, we talked a lot about breakdown pay, uh, layover pay, detention pay, and our sliding pay scale. Um, so they are going to look into refining slash optimizing you know, our, our sliding pay scale, make it a little bit better for, for the drivers. Um, and then with, break, or, uh, I'm sorry, layover and detention pay. So what's going to be needed on the driver end of this it, for them to really start analyzing and talking to our customers about compensation for this is when, when you get to either a shipper or a consignee, you need to make sure you're writing your in times and your out times um, on your BOLs and then getting the shipper or consignee to sign off on that saying, yes, that's when he arrived. That's when he got loaded, stuff like that. If they do not sign it, you know, just put, you know, refuse to sign or, you know, something along the terms. And what that's going to do is that's going to bring that, uh, information to the attention of who it needs to be over here yeah. at Hirschbach. That way they can start those dialogues, uh, with those customers and, you know, start, start either getting the compensation for the detention and layover or um, implement, you know, a process of where we're not, it's not taking so long. Um, whatever the, the, the outcome, you know, is, um, they're going to start looking more into, into that area of our pay. Yeah. And it, some of the pay stuff, I mean, we, the goal is to get you guys as many miles as we can out there. Right. And that's in the, the, some of the pay changes we make are kind of based on market, right? You know, we, we've lost a ton of, you know, what the way the market is, we've lost a ton of our revenue per mile. Um, so we have to be very cognizant and very calculated with what we do there. Um, but it's definitely on the table for us to talk about. And maybe it's not something we do right now. Maybe it's something we do in the future, but at least have it laid out what we want it to look like. Uh, Cause we, we'd agree that it needs to be looked at. 
Yeah, and I, I mean, I think that's the benefit, uh, you know, as we talk about uh, the frequency of when we, you know, when we keep these uh, these meetings and these discussions going, right, is, you know, we're, put, we're putting in some action items uh, based on this feedback, and then we're going to, uh, we're going to meet on a, on a quarterly basis uh, and, and speed speed up the uh, the conversations, right? Instead of happening, you know, twice a year, we're going to be meeting on a, on a quarterly basis, and it keeps, uh, keeps things moving, keeps these discussions moving, and, and a lot changes over a course of three months, right? I mean, it's a, you know, the world can look a whole lot different in three months than it does today. And, and we want to make sure that what's, what's prevalent today is, is, is actually relevant three months from now. Cody and Clinton and Jason, we appreciate you joining me. Um, send any topics or questions that you want me to cover. I uh, appreciate everyone listening. I'll talk to you guys later. Stay safe. Bye.